photo revealed a man crouching down in the corner, <gasps> trying to avoid being captured on the phone. No. In all caps, ugh, my worst nightmare. Turns out this man had moved into our friend's apartment before they moved in when the unit was empty. Our friends moved in in September, so they had been unknown cohabitating with this man for five months. No, 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 no. Five months. Turns out when they would go to work during the day, he would come down from the attic and live in their apartment. He used the shower, ate their food and watched their TV. Who knows what else? Holy shit. The worst part was that the opening to the attic was in one of their rooms. <gasps> Thank the Lord he wasn't a creepy sexual predator, and I'm so glad he never physically hurt them, but he definitely emotionally scared the bejesus out of them. <laughs> Can you imagine looking at that photo? That photo. Silently, and then everyone turns and runs out the door? I mean, here's the thing. We're doubting that this could be a creepypasta. This could be based on other stories. Who cares? Picks or didn't happen. It seems like they have picks. Yeah. These are gettable picks. Right. If pos. Yes. Thanks for listening to this, Mary and Katie. Do you think they kicked him out or just started charging him rent? <laughs> They're like, if you shower a couple more times yeah. a week, this is a fine situation. Like, we're not going to make you pay, like, part, like, half of it because you're only staying in the crawl space. Yeah, you just have to crouch up there. Like, give him, like, a, a quarter or, like, of the rent. Yeah. Right? Sure. Why not? If he's not, I mean, if it's been that long and he hasn't done anything creepy to them, he's a good, pretty fucking good roommate. How about you build some fucking stairs? Yeah. Mary and Katie's have you had friends. Ba- we've all had bad roommates. That sounds like a great roommate. Yeah, exactly. You you wait w- till you're gone. Let's you-, you have your life. Does he do the dishes? He must have, or they would have noticed. That's a good point. That's an amazing point. Cause we, I was in a standoff one time when I lived in Sacramento in the haunted house. Yeah. We would not do the dishes and we all blamed each other. Like yes. you're the one that never does it. And the, the, kitchen sink was just filled with dishes it's all the, the time did and i did i ever tell you about the time i had a similar roommate situation and we were out of paper towels and i was like hey we've all bought paper towels it's your turn to, use, to buy paper towels and she goes i don't really use paper towels and <clears> then <throat> she leaves me a note about borrowing something of mine in my bathroom on, on a, a paper, paper towel <laughs> as it was she was too stupid for it to be on purpose. Yeah. Because it would have been fucking pretty great. <laughs> How great is that? Oh. Okay. This is from my friend, Brooke Van Poplin. So she says, hey, gang, I sent this to Georgia over two years ago when you still read about hometown murders. And I'm so thrilled that after many excellent stories about things found in walls, first responder stories, and I think even sinkholes, you've returned to good old fashioned murder stories from where you grew up. And this is that this is my hometown murder story from the detroit suburbs where my dad was a cop and i was more than likely blasting janet jackson's rhythm nation cassette from my boombox and roller skating in my basement there are some conflicting details and stories but this is the most reported version i found it was november 1989 when two teenagers joseph Pisano, 17 and bruce michaels 16 went on an armed robbery spree that claimed the lives of rochester michigan residents glenn and wanda tar the teens chose their victims at random 